This is Lexi Thornberry, and you're listening to Talk Sexy with Lexi. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Talk Sexy with Lexi. Did I just post two episodes in a row? Two weeks in a row? Wow, I am on fucking fire. Someone give me a gold star. Okay, I went to a festival the other <laughs> the other day. <laughs> I waited a, like a tiny bit of time to actually record this episode about the festival. So the people I'm about to talk shit about didn't know I was talking about them. (laughs) So straight up, when I went to the festival, immediately ran into the girl my ex-boyfriend cheated on me with. That was good. She like ran away and didn't see her for the rest of the night. And I was like, okay, confirmed guilty conscience. (laughs) So that was pretty funny. Uh, Next up... Let me give you a quick rundown. So at this festival, I got a free ticket, right? Okay. And a free ticket for a plus one. I, of course, bought my boyfriend and the area, the tickets I got, there was like an area, there was this VIP section. So the festival was like pretty big, but then there was this little tiny like gated away. Oh, my phone's going off. Go away, Ubeats. Um, But there was this tiny, like, gated area to the side of the festival with all the VIPs. There was, like, a bar in that area. There were separate toilets in that area. Pretty much, like, everything was there so you didn't have to wait in line. So you had to, like, wait in the line for, like, five minutes instead of an hour. So those were awesome perks. Um, The festival was so fucking good, but I ran into so many people. Um, I think they gave a lot of tickets out for free. So, of course, they started with the Aussie influencers. They gave some tickets out to the Aussie reality show personalities. (laughs) And I actually got the privilege to meet one of the villains that was in That was on, sorry, one of these Aussie reality TV shows. And I try not to like judge books by its cover, especially about people like in the public eye who or have been on like reality TV. Just because I know what it's like. Like I had so many fucking rumors made up about me, but I need to save that for another day. I could actually write a book on it. It's so fucked up. Because that happened to me, I literally don't believe any like negative shit, any rumors, any scandals, because I just, I just don't believe any of it is true. Like I will believe it when I see it, even though this person acted pretty fucking awful on this certain show. I was like, there are still like ways around it. There are camera tricks. They can do everything anything they want to all of these hours and hours of footage and they can really just fuck up your life. They can get you in so many things that are out of context and just, you know, make you out to be the worst person in the world. I met this person and (laughs) I was wrong. Maybe I should start judging books by the cover. They did not even say hello to me. (laughs) 
I said hello to every single person on that group and this person just fucking stood there hands on their hips like they were posing for a photo shoot and I'm like okay awesome I'll go fuck myself then I guess you are kind of close to what they portrayed about you on TV but who knows maybe she was thinking the same about me like oh I know this bitch she was all those like rumors came out about her after her reality show so I'm not gonna be nice to her but you know I just I just don't think there's an excuse but it got me thinking imagine if these types of people who go on a fucking reality show for a few weeks. Imagine if they travel to Paris and they act, no, not Paris. Imagine if they traveled to another country and acted like that to the people around them. Like they acted superior. They acted very fucking snobby up themselves. Like it was very apparent that this particular individual thought that they were the shit like they thought they were fucking better than everyone there and that you should kiss the ground that they walk on okay imagine if this person went to another country and they acted like that everyone be like what the fuck's up their ass um reality check please and it just made me think some of these like Aussie influencers just influencers in general they need to get their heads out of their fucking assholes <laughs> you know why because they are not the shit okay they are so fucking small on the scale of like which a celebrity is you know what I mean like there are people oh, from my season of Love Island, actually, I can vouch for this, um, who act like they are fucking Brad Pitt, Johnny Depp, like Angelina Jolie celebrity level, like celebrity status. They think they are fucking amazing and they're a paparazzi out for them and everyone's looking to take photos of them. In reality, <laughs> no one fucking cares. I think the guys in my season of Love Island were the worst for that, actually. Um, but it just it just made me think like, whoa, I think these people need to like go explore the world because they'll realize that they are not the only person on earth and they should stop treating other people like shit just because they think that they are better than you on like a popularity scale. I don't know if I word that right, but anyway. Oh, I saw, I saw like two of the guys I was on Love Island with, including, maybe I'll bleep out his name, who was actually cast on Love Island UK, was it this year or last year? I can't remember. So he's been on Love Island twice. I haven't spoken about this drama just because if I did at the time it happened, I would have been speaking about Love Island way too much and I did not want my fucking podcast to just be about a reality show I was on for three weeks, you know? Like, I wanted... I, I thought I could give more to my listeners than that bullshit because who wants to hear about that? But I, I'm going to speak on this really quickly. I remember um, one of the girls on my season after finding out that he was on the Love Island UK series, she made a like five 
different TikTok videos about how shitty treated her while we were in the villa and how he used to bully her, how he used to like tell her to go fuck herself on a daily. And I'm just gonna say like me and this girl are not friends, so I do not owe her anything, but she's fully like telling the truth. He was horrible. He was like a mean fucking school girl. <laughs> he gossiped more than the girls. He t- he talked the most shit. He was so fucking rude. But a few of the things he used to do was make fun of this girl's acne. So when I went into the villa, right? I of course had to chat with all of the guys. It was, first ni- it was my first night in the villa. I had to chat with all the guys. I remember distinctly my talk with We sat on the couch and I asked who he was coupled up with. And of course it is the girl who made like the five TikTok videos saying how horrible he treated her. Um, and he started like straight up talking shit to me about her. They had been in the villa for one day at this point. So like he had a lot to complain about on day one, but he went on to tell me that he likes girls who look after themselves and have a skincare routine. And I thought that was fucked up because the girl he was coupled up with at that point in time had acne and she was on Accutane, which if anyone doesn't know what that is, it's like a very strong fucking course of medication that you need to do when you have like really bad acne to get rid of it. And like, usually you do one course of it and you'll like never get acne again. That's usually how it works, but there are a lot of side effects. Like you need to stay out of the sun. You can like, it can cause welts on your face. If you stay in the sun, it can like affect your mood. It can make you depressed. It's, it's a very strong fucking medication. All right. So she was on that while she was on the show. Um, And of course, because we need to wear a bikini every single day and be in the sun, she was getting like the negative side effects from her medication. So she was getting like welts on her face and her skin was just super sensitive to be in the sun. And this motherfucker had the audacity to say he likes a girl who has a skincare routine and looks after herself and her skin as if she could fucking help it. That was my first red flag right there. He also said he didn't like this girl because she wasn't blonde. And if she dyed her hair blonde, he would probably like her more. Now they did not show any of this conversation like on the actual show. They cut all of those bits out, which I was very surprised they did because my reactions to it all were like, what the fuck? Anyway, um, she practically like cancelled him as soon as he stepped foot on Love Island UK. And even though me and this girl are not friends, because, well, for good reason, let's just say, I was all for it because this dude, (laughs) I actually really liked him. I thought he was one of my close friends in the villa, 
but but then after the villa I would like you know I text I would text him like hey hope you're doing well like Merry Christmas he never fucking responded and then he he went online and posted a video of him talking shit about me telling straight up lies for six minutes fucking straight with his old little jaw swinging pal (laughs) oh yeah okay um I'm getting off topic he pretty much burnt all his bridges with me that like destroyed any type of respect or friendship we had with each other so I don't like him after that because I was getting very fucking heavily bullied on the internet very very badly I was in a very dark fucking place in my life I haven't spoken about this one day I will but when he posted that it was it affected my life a lot and my mental health and I will not forgive him I saw him at this festival I smiled at him because I was like I'm not letting this motherfucker win, you know? And he, of course, didn't smile back and tried to look the opposite direction every time we were in close contact with each other. But that was great. It was like a little small Love Island reunion. It was horrible, but it made me get super drunk, which was great. I'm gonna talk about birth control. I know when I was younger, I would love for someone to like talk about these things that don't, aren't really like talked about enough. So if you're at the age of deciding whether or not to go on birth control, I'm gonna give you my experience with going on birth control. So I went on birth control initially when I was 16 because I had cystic acne on my, on the back of my neck and like on my shoulder area. It was so fucking painful. I could not wear collared shirts, like anything that rubbed on my neck because it would be, it it was so sensitive. It hurt so fucking much. Um, I also felt really self-conscious about it because, you know, I was 16. I was just starting to like, like guys and, you know, get attention from guys and stuff. And I really didn't want them to see this fucked up acne on my back. I would always wear my hair out. And I remember one time I was wearing my hair out actually, and the wind blew and there were a group of guys walking behind me and my hair blew off of my neck. It was covering all my acne. I use that as like my fucking little protection trick. And they all saw my acne all on my neck, very painful. And they all laughed at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of those guys who laughed at me, um, he was my first boyfriend. So great. <laughs> This is your sign to realize you will not end up with the people you dated in high school because what the fuck was that stage of dating? Like what? Going through that traumatic experience of embarrassment, the only thing the doctor could recommend to me was going on the pill, going on birth control because you know the odds like belief how everyone's like, oh, if you have pimples, acne or whatever, just go on birth control and it'll go away. I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure it's been like scientifically proven that going on birth control doesn't 
actually get rid of your fucking acne. (laughs) But anyway, I went on birth control at the age of 16 and it did. It fully got rid of my acne and it's never come back. Touch wood. However, there were so many fucked up side effects from going on the pill. I'm going to start with the good ones, actually. So I went on the pill. I was a D cut when I was 16. As soon as I went on the pill, I went up to an F. I was a 10 F. So if anyone who does not know bra sizes, these are it from smallest to like biggest. All right. So it's a double A, A, B, C, D, double D, E, F. I was a size F. My tits were bigger than my fucking head. (laughs) You know what? If you're looking at my Instagram now, you'll realize, hey, Lexi's titties aren't as big as fucking watermelons anymore. Yeah, I am aware. I am reminded every day of my life and I wish I had those boobs back sometimes. In saying this, it wasn't all joy. I'm pretty sure birth control made me so fucking depressed. I didn't even know I was depressed because it was like all hormonal and I just like went through weird changes of being low. Like I would be fine one moment and then suddenly I would just go zoom and I'd be like, oh, I'm so fucking sad. I am so sad about everything. I am stressed. I'm think am I doing enough with my life? You you just got hit like a truck with these very big waves of depression. I didn't have depression, but like I felt very depressed in these moments. That was birth control. As soon as I got off birth control, I realized, "Oh wow, that's not normal to feel like that." Immediately stopped having those weird waves of like moodiness of being sad of being anxious it was fully my fucking birth control I'm pretty sure with all these like mood swings and feeling sad it kind of gave me body dysmorphia as well because my tits were bigger than my head and I literally thought I had mosquito bites I thought they were so small I refused to wear Any clothes that like didn't have straps, I wouldn't wear a strapless bra. I like always had, it it was, it was kind of fucked up. Like I was like, no, my boobs look small. And I'm like thinking back now, I'm like, how could my boobs look small? Like just because they're not pushed up, like they're not pushed in together. They're literally as big as my ass cheeks. Like (laughs) they're not fucking small. Okay. That sad, poor 16-year-old me that I thought like that back then, that that makes me fucking sad. However, I think the boobs were the only, uh, like, pros to being on birth control. I actually heard on Holly Madison, if anyone doesn't know who that is, that is one of the Playboy bunnies, like Hugh Hefner's girlfriends. He had three main girlfriends. She was the main, main girlfriend, okay? So she like lived at the Playboy mansion and she like said something on her podcast that Hugh Hefner used to make women go on birth control before their Playboy photo shoots in order to make their boobs get big. (laughs) 
how fucked up is that? Like, imagine that happening these days. It, it probably fucking does, honestly. I, I feel like more shit will come out. But I actually was considering a breast reduction. They were so big and painful. It made me get migraines. It made my neck and shoulders and back like seize up like nothing I have ever experienced before. Like it felt like every day when I woke up, someone had kicked me in the neck the whole night before. It was so sore. My shoulders were like purely just sore from holding up the weight of my boobs. Oh, I was a athlete in high school. I'm gonna talk myself up here, okay? Because I'm actually proud of it. I was a runner. I did everything, all right? As soon as I got on birth control, all of my athletic ability was out the fucking window. I don't know how, I don't know why, but you know how people, some people tell their stories of going on the pill and they're like, it made me gain so much weight. I think the pill, like when I went on the pill, my body was like trying to make me gain weight. But because I was a full-time athlete, I was training the same amount. I was eating the same amount. I was still eating healthy. I didn't change anything to my lifestyle. And I noticed I started putting on weight and I like lost my abs. I was started getting really fucking slow at running. I couldn't run fast anymore. I lost my basic level of fitness. I have no fucking idea how that even happened because I was training every fucking day. Every day. My face actually got very large, like <laughs> in size, like the circumference of my face then compared to now, like it would be significantly different. I had a big fucking head. I think I might post a photo on Instagram. Um, it wasn't just a baby face, like baby fat. The pill literally made my body. I had, lo I had lots of water retention, essentially. That's why my face was big. That's why my abs weren't showing because I had water retention through my whole body. You know what I mean? And I ended up getting off the pill when I was like 18 or something. Firstly, uh, main reason, I wasn't, I wasn't having sex. And I was like on the pill for like the last year. And I'm like, I like, I'm don't have a boyfriend. I'm like, I'm not having sex. Why am I on it? And it kind of made me scared to get off it because I was like, what if all my acne comes back? What if I lose my boobs? What if I lose like my womanly body? Because I used to get fucking teased that I looked like a man because I didn't have any hips. Um, lame as fucking thing to tease someone about like fuck you yeah I don't have hips and you know what I don't fucking care so suck my dick wow high school is kind of fucked up that's the shit the mean girls used to say to me you have no tits or hips I got on birth control and at least I got the tit part of it you know and I, and I got scared I was like what if I lose my womanly body like I I'm a woman now no one can say I look like a man when I have these massive watermelon boobs. <laughs> How 
how dumb was my thinking? Anyway, I ended up getting off it and my boobs went down like pretty slowly. I also went vegan at the same time. So I'm pretty sure that's why I lost a lot of my boobs, (laughs) like double the speed, like not getting any birth control hormones or hormones from meat. So my boobs just went deflated, but they're okay now. Instantly, my mood swings lifted and I've not been on birth control since. I got off it when I was 18. I'm 22 now and it took me eight months to get my period again after I got off birth control. So that's a little insight to how fucking bad it is for your body and your like mental health. It made like it forced me to put on weight. It made me have a lot of water retention that made me sad. I lost all my athletic ability. As soon as I got off it, I was like, whoa, I'm seeing results in the gym again. I was training so fucking hard and I was getting no results in the gym. Do you know how frustrating that is? That's what the birth control pill did to me. So I think I'm an advocate to like not go on the pill. I think it's very unhealthy for women's body especially you see you know that girl on tiktok she has like the list of um all the side effects birth control gives you that's not a fucking joke like it's very bad i also saw a 19 year old girl on tiktok this might be like a very rare occurrence but it, it still happens she was 19 she went on birth control when she was like 16 or something and she is infertile now purely from birth control. Uh, Don't quote me on that though. (laughs) She might be lying. I I shouldn't believe everything I see on TikTok, but I'm super like pro, like not getting on birth control, but it is very scary now because I have a boyfriend and I'm not on birth control. So don't listen to me. If you have a boyfriend and you're on birth control, like stay on that fucking birth control because you don't want to get knocked up. All right. Okay. I'll let you know how this one works out for me. I Hopefully I don't have a surprise pregnancy, but I'll keep you updated. <laughs> okay, I'm going to get into some questions now. So this one girl wrote in, Hey Lexi, my boyfriend just brought up with me that he wants to have a threesome. He claims he doesn't care whether it's with a boy or a girl, but I know he wants to do it with a girl. He's only pretending he would consider doing it with a guy so I don't get angry at him. I really, really want him to find our sex life exciting, so I want to give him the threesome, but I'm not sure how I'll be able to handle the jealousy afterwards. Thoughts? Wow, girl, um... I'm going to start off by saying you have so much more patience than I do. If my, (laughs) if a man I was dating brought up to me that he wants to have sex with another human being in front of my eyes, I would break the fuck up with him. I don't care. I wouldn't care how serious things were between us. I wouldn't care how long we've been dating. I'd be like, fuck you. You like just admitted to me that you want to fuck some other bitch. However, I should start having a more open mind to this. Like, you know, me personally, I do not want the people that I'm seriously dating to like think they can have a threesome. I will never do that. Actually, 
I would never do that in a series. I would never have a threesome in a serious relationship. Like, I think threesomes are more popular. Oh, actually, I don't know. I was going to say, like, more popular in between single people. But I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of swingers amongst us in this world. Look, I'm just going to give it to you straight. If you think, like, your boyfriend wants to have a threesome and, like you said, you, it's it's obviously he wants to have it with a girl. He, he doesn't want to have sex with a guy. He just doesn't want to make you feel bad. That's straight off the bat him kind of saying, like, hey, I, I want to have sex with someone else. It kind of gives me red, like, warning signs that he brought it up to you because it makes me think maybe he already has a girl in mind he wants to have sex with. And if he is like super, super into it and it's something he really wants to do and he's been like begging and asking you for it, if you don't give it to him, I'm not going to say he's going to cheat, but it sounds to me like he's going to cheat. Like this is his way of telling you that he wants to do this, like telling you what's on his mind. And who's to say that he's not going to go through with it if you like shut him down. However, I don't think like going through with the threesome is going to be the way to fix this. If like you're saying, you already think like you're, you don't know how to handle the jealousy afterwards. I would steer clear for a minute. I'm going to be honest with you. If you think There is like any part of you that would not be able to move on if you had a threesome because you would be jealous and it would like cause issues for you. Do not do it. Do not put yourself through that like emotional turmoil, that overthinking, because if you already know you're going to get jealous about it, that's like a recipe for disaster that your relationship is going to go through some shit and potentially end. I think it takes like a lot of mental (laughs) stability to be able to watch the person you are in love with have sex with another person in front of your own eyes. Um, And if, if you don't think you can handle that, don't do it. And if your boyfriend, if you want to spice shit up in your relationship, there are so many other routes. Like do something different in bed, like initiate sex, put on, buy some new lingerie. There are so many other routes you can take before adding a third person into your relationship. And let me like know what you guys think. But I I think I'm just like so against this just because like I am in a relationship. If I was single, I would definitely have probably have a different view on this just because like there wouldn't be anyone in my life that I loved to like compare it with but because I like am in love with someone I am like so against threesomes in a relationship it could totally work for other people and I know that it has like I know people that have done that in a relationship and it's worked but for me I could never share the person I fucking love with some other bitch because they are fucking mine and like yeah if if I had a threesome I would have to break up with the person because I couldn't like bear the mental image in my head of them like (laughs) having sex with someone else like imagine imagine finding a sex tape on your boyfriend's phone 
of him with like his ex or him with a random bitch, imagine how fucking mad you would be. Like why the fucks is still on your phone and you would like think about it. I would, I personally would think about it like every single day. Wouldn't be able to get the mental image out of my head until I turned fucking insane, let alone let him do it in real time while he's in a relationship with you. No, I was actually talking about this the other day. Um, with one of my friends and I was like don't you think that like if a guy brings up a threesome in a relationship he has the power to even have the like audacity to have the balls to bring that up to you all right if the girl has the power in the fucking relationship as if a guy would bring up a threesome because he would his balls would get crushed in her fucking hands and should turn it to dust however in a relationship I think if a girl is the one who asks for a threesome usually it's because she wants to experience having sex with another girl boom I said it I'm not taking it back I know it's not always like a threesome with the girl sometimes it's like two guys one girl whatever but the threesomes I've heard about in relationships when the girl brings it up and you know she wants to have sex with a woman like she could be bisexual or like bi curious and if the, if the girl brings up that she wants to have a threesome and she wants to bring in another guy that bitch has the power that's what i think did i even help you with your question um just like don't do it just don't do it break up with him data hemsworth brother i don't know next question hey lexi I just wasted three years of my life. I was with this asshole for three fucking years. I was the best girlfriend I could have been. And turns out he has been cheating on me for the last eight months. I'm not just angry at him, but I'm also angry at myself because it feels like I've wasted so much time on this man for literally nothing. I've got nothing out of it except for trust issues and a lot of fucking tears. I also am mad at myself because there were so many red flags and I just decided to ignore them all. Do you have any advice on how I can stop getting in my head about this? I'm literally guilt tripping myself every day and overthinking everything. I just want to feel like I'm not alone. Wow, that's a fucking tough one. I swear cheating does the most fucked up things to people. It like, it hurts your brain, you know? It's like too much hurt to process the pain. (laughs) I really like that you are holding yourself accountable. Like you are admitting that there were red flags in the relationship but you decided to ignore them. I don't think that's something you should be guilt tripping yourself over or like making yourself feel bad about because what fucking person doesn't ignore red flags in a relationship or with a guy they're dating, okay? Especially in relationships. It is one thing to like see a red flag with a guy you're casually dating and just say, hasta la vista, motherfucker, like goodbye, we are done. That's easy. You know why that's easy? Because you're casually dating. Like you're not in love. You don't have like a house together. You don't have pets together. You don't live together. You have no ties to this person. That's why it is so easy to flick off 
those people that you casually date. However, when you're in a full-blown relationship, especially a three-year relationship, when you start seeing the red flags and a lot of them, it's a little fucking harder to just say, get lost. By that time, I'm imagining you could possibly live together. You have the same friend group, a lot of things tying you together. And it may not be as simple as break up one day and just be free the next day. You may need to make arrangements to like move out, tell your friends, tell your family, whatever. So please don't get in your head about missing the red fucking flags because at the end of the day, you are not the one who did the cheating. This man disrespected you in the like highest way someone can disrespect you in a relationship. He had sex with someone else. Not a one-time thing, not a one-week thing for eight fucking months. That's almost a year. I think you should see this as a fucking win because usually most of the time when people are cheated on, They're like, I didn't see it coming. It was such a shock. I'm so surprised. There were no signs. But really, when you are cheated on, usually they're a fucking sign. And the fact that you are aware that there were red flags before he cheated, like you were on the money. You just had to like make the decision to do something to stop those red flags. But you know, it is harder than people say to leave a relationship, especially if you think there's nothing wrong. Actually, I've done this in the past. Like you want to break up with this person. All right. But like, there's nothing solid. Like you can't think of like a solid reason why you should like Besides, they treat you like shit, make you feel like shit, and you cry every day. For some reason, when we're in a relationship, we don't take those things seriously. And it's like we don't respect our own feelings. Like, I remember in one of my past relationships, I was like, fuck, this guy literally drains me. He makes me feel terrible. I cry all the time. I'm not happy with him. Like I don't even like him. I think the biggest telltale sign that I was like dying to get out of this relationship was I was like, if I wasn't dating this man, I would not be his friend. If you are saying that shit about your partner, it means you should not be together because the person you are dating should literally be your best friend not a person you think "Eh, we wouldn't be friends if we were dating. That's like the biggest sign of them all. But it is hard when there's like no concrete reason why you should break up with them. For some reason, we think it's not serious enough. Like like if, if he doesn't cheat on you or like kill your fucking dog, you, you should stay with him because like you can't think of a big enough reason why you should dump him. But I think the fact that you're like searching for a bigger reason to break up with the person should be a reason to break up with that person. It's, it's kind of confusing, but I think people need to learn to take their feelings and their mental health more into consideration when they are in a relationship. Because if you're not happy at the end of the day, no matter how long you've been dating this person, you should not be together. Even if it's been three years, don't ever Also, oh my gosh, don't ever 
use time as an excuse to stay with someone like oh we've been together for five years like if I break up with them now I'm what am I gonna do start again like fucking start this whole relationship thing again absolutely you are what are you gonna do stay with them for the rest of your life especially in your 20s this is this is happening to people in their 20s yes god help our souls we are thinking, oh my God, we've been in a relationship for th- four years. I can't just dump him. That's four years down the drain of like hard work and like getting through shit. Bitch, if you don't dump him now, do you think you're going to want to spend 60 more years with him? Like just because you're 25 and you think you should stay with him because you've been together for so long? Like, no, do you just think of the bigger picture Your life isn't just your 20s. You're going to be 30. You're going to be 40, 50, 60, 70, 80. Do you want to be with this person? Are they making you happy? Even if they haven't cheated on you and they haven't done something like ridiculously fucked up to you. Yes, it is the right decision to break up with them. We live for like 80 fucking years, all right? You gotta be thankful that you got out of this when you did and you found out that he was cheating and you got that concrete proof because most of the time, girls are like dumping their boyfriends just by like gut feeling because they never actually get that concrete uh, proof that yes, they were in fact cheating. It's normal for you to blame yourself when you get cheated on, like instead of being like, you you have fucking issues, like you are disgusting and have no loyalty or respect for women or, or men or whatever. Somehow we look inwards at ourselves and we, and we try to like critique ourselves like, oh, what could I have done different to make him not cheat on me? I must be boring. Oh, sex must not be good. I must be too naggy. Get fucked. You're none of those things, all right? Being cheated on is not your fault. It is the other person. And also, now that you do know the red flags for being with a cheater and you've experienced the red flags of dating a cheater, make sure you keep all of that stuff in mind for future relationships and when you're dating like if you start seeing those telltale signs again and those same red flags that your previous boyfriend was showing you make sure you don't ignore it because if you don't take these future red flags seriously you could just end up getting straight back into the same exact situation yet again Uh, Okay, that is it for this week. Make sure to write in your stories and questions to my Talk Sexy with Lexi Instagram or my Lexi Thornberry Instagram because I freaking love answering them. Nothing is off limits. Anyway, uh, I'll catch you guys next week. Have an awesome weekend. Let's get drunk. I'm kidding. Drink your green tea and stay inside. Goodbye. (laughs)